a strategy simplified JFOOT here. Before we get into today's pod, I wanted to quickly share about an exciting new series that we're about to launch called Ask MC. But here's the thing, we need your help because in this new series, we'll be taking and answering your questions about, well, anything related to management consulting or corporate strategy. So if you have a question about case interviews, resumes, recruiting, choosing between two job offers, you name it, we'll answer it. Nothing is off the table. So here's how you can send in your question. Open the voice recorder app on your phone and record a 30 to 60 second audio message with your question and send it to podcast at managementconsulted.com. That's podcast at managementconsulted.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Now let's get back to what you came here for. Amazon, as many of you know, was founded as a book retail company, an e-commerce company, and of course now has many more fingers and many more pies than it did originally. I'm going to talk a little bit about Amazon today, though, because Amazon's multiple business units make it a little murkier than it was when it first started. As an original business, Amazon was very clearly a variable cost business. Amazon just did one thing. They focused on selling books and fulfilling books. And so their variable costs were the purchase of the books and the price of the fulfillment. And on every single transaction, you had those costs that were rolled out. So Amazon, if we think about it, and you try to think today, what is Amazon? Is it a variable cost or is it a fixed cost business? And how would you figure it out? That's what we're going to answer in today's episode of Strategy Simplified. We're going to talk through some of the historical operations of Amazon. We're going to talk about some of the ways that Amazon has focused on growing its organization and its business. We're going to talk about the things that Amazon spends money on. And we're finally going to talk about how we think about Amazon as a company. Today, I'm going to start with the revenues of Amazon. Now, Amazon breaks out their revenues on their 10K, which we have attached for you and for your benefit in the show notes. Uh, the net product sales and net service sales of the business. So I want to break these down. 118.6 billion in 2017 of net product sales and 59.3 billion of net service sales. In 2018, 141.9 in net product sales and 90.9 or actually about 91 um, in net service sales. And in 2019, 160.4 and then 120.1 in the net service sales. What do we see? Well, first of all, we see some pretty decent growth. I mean, from 2017 to 2018, a pretty massive change, $23 billion of an increase in the net product sales. Um, it actually slowed a little bit to $19 billion in 2019, but still like pretty decent growth um, on the net product sale line. What does that mean? All the things that you're transacting from Amazon, that's the money that they're collecting from that. Um, then you've got net service sales. And so the net service sales Sales grew almost just astronomically faster from uh, about almost 60 billion to almost 120 billion. 
from 2017 to 2019. So that kind of rate of growth is super notable. Uh, let's break down what's in each one of them. So in the net product sales, that's when Amazon is purchasing something from vendors all over the place or manufacturing it on their own um, and purchasing it directly from a manufacturer and then selling it through their channels. Net product sales, however, don't include a lot of other business lines that Amazon has. So that's what's baked into the net service sales. What did that, what does that include? Well, one of the big line items is Prime. Um, another big line item is the Amazon um, the uh, Amazon services like AWS, the Amazon Web Services. And another one is advertising. One of the things that's very interesting and also very challenging about Amazon from a regulatory standpoint is that you have these service sales where you're able to after creating a platform, not just transact on them, but also have people advertise to move their transactions up to the pile. So you've created an entire merchant system, and then you're essentially asking the merchants to pay you twice. Once for a portion of the transaction fee, which is that variable cost portion of the business. And second, fixed costs to move you up the line in the advertising so that you can likely transact more. What does this create? Well, it creates a really challenging situation where you have your customers becoming two areas, your manufacturers who used to just be your suppliers are now also your customers. Um, but one of the things that you can see is that Amazon has capitalized on that really well. When you develop a closed system that is the world's number one transaction system for e-commerce, then that's a pretty easy thing to do. In addition, you've had some other lines of business that have grown up inside that net service sales, which are also fixed cost businesses, such as Amazon Prime Video, which doesn't only fall under Amazon Prime. There's also a transaction when you're renting a video, but they pay for that content upfront and Amazon Prime delivers its own content. Some of the content, including things like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel were presented by Amazon and um, are on Amazon Prime. Then they also have other lines of business like Amazon Music where they have the same model. They purchase the music, the rights to the music, and then they resell them over and over again through subscriptions. So those net service sales are bringing up the power of the fixed cost side of Amazon's business. And that's, again, a really important thing to note. However, when you look at Amazon's operating expenses, you can see super clearly that their e-commerce business is basically a loss-making business, but because it's the largest portion of their operations, largest portion of their costs, and largest portion of their revenues, it is still going to define Amazon as a variable cost business. Their cost of sales in 2017 were $11.9 billion. That means that if you had just taken the product sales and the cost of sales, Amazon, without covering any of its fixed cost expenses, would not even have made $7 billion. In uh, 2018, that went from to 141.9, and then their cost of sales were 139. They wouldn't have even made $2 billion that year. Um, and then in 2019, their cost of sales actually went up above their net product sales. What this means is that Amazon is using an entire side of its business, the e-commerce business, as a loss leader to gain customers and then to transact them over to the fixed cost side of the business. Does that mean that they're a fixed cost business? It doesn't. 
isn't. It just means that they might be at some point if they're able to successfully continue doing that. It also means that without the fixed cost side of their business, without Prime and without other portions of their business, Amazon would be a loss-making business. However, they're not. Um, When you go down and you see what their other costs are, they have fulfillment. That's also a variable cost. They have technology and content. That's not. That's a fixed cost. They have marketing, general and administrative, and other operating expenses. All of those are fixed costs. But if you take the fixed costs of the business, we're only looking at about $35, $36 billion in 2017 on sales of almost 60. Um, we're only looking at you know, $45, 46 in 2018 um, on sales of 90.9 or 91. Um, and then we're looking at only, you know, about not, not quite 60 um, in 2019. You're looking at 50% margins actually on the service side of the business, which is pretty dramatic. And so as Amazon shifts its mix toward the service side of the business, as their product mix, what they're selling to people is shifting toward that side of the business, um, then they're able to drive major success. I do want to note that this Amazon file that I'm looking at has nothing to do with COVID. This is all pre-COVID. And so in COVID, we saw Amazon making dramatic improvements to some of their system. This is also at the beginning of Amazon bringing their fulfillment in-house, hiring Amazon drivers as contractors directly. Um, And so Amazon operating in this way is a very important piece of the overall picture for them. Um, So ultimately, what is Amazon? It's a variable cost business, but maybe not forever. At the end of the day, you can see that Amazon's net income has become something, but it was only $3 billion in 2017. So if you didn't jump on the Amazon train, you didn't think that they were going to be the great success that they are today, it wouldn't have been a big surprise. Their earnings per share, only $6.30. And their, their um, profits, just as they're seeing this mix shift towards services, have increased so astronomically, right? $10 billion in 2018, and then about $11.6 billion in 2019. They're up to almost $24 earnings per share at the end of 2019. Um, and 2020 has been a good year for Amazon as well. Do you think there's upside for Amazon? I'm not a stock trader, an investor, or an investment analyst. But if you believe that they will continue to shift their mix toward the net service sales, that they will not be regulated to split out the sides of their business, um, and if you believe that they have the opportunity to continue to succeed on those very cost leverage side of the business, the fixed cost side of the business, Amazon might have an even brighter future than they do today. If you've got questions about businesses like Amazon, or you're setting up for case interviews, or maybe you're interviewing with Amazon, you've got to know how to get smart using financial statements and information about the business. In fact, one of my favorite charts, I read up on Amazon all the time because it's such an interesting case study. One of my favorite charts about Amazon, which we'll link to, shows some of the dramatic shifts in the retail landscape in the last couple of years to where Amazon captures so much of the retail volume today that it didn't used to capture. If you're interested in understanding more about companies that are like Amazon, write us a company that you would like for us to feature on a future episode of Strategy Simplified, team at managementconsulted.com. And if you're practicing for an Amazon interview or a case interview, we would absolutely love to help you get ready. You can find out more about our services at managementconsulted.com. 